Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Godfather Chronicles. My name is Miguel Garcia, and I am your host. Today, we're going to talk about one of my core values. I got a question from uh, her Instagram handle is simyoga64, and we're going to go over that. But before we go into this podcast, I please want you to take care of a couple things here. Take time to rate the podcast, and if you're getting value, please forward to your friends or family so that they could benefit themselves as well. Uh, please follow me on Instagram. My handle is magpatriot. Uh, Facebook, it's Miguel Godfather, and you can email me your questions or comments at miguel at godfatherchronicles.com. So. One of my core values is simplicity. And so to me, it's really important because the way I am, the way my um, my temperament is, I need to um, simplify things. Um, big, large things kind of um, overwhelm me and I get pissed. So what I, what I typically do is I look at a big, humongous thing like, um, like I'm going to give you an example. Um, I went from, from not knowing how to do retail to uh, building an ammo manufacturing company and t- two totally opposite things. And I'm going to tell you how, how, how I did those things. Um, so the question from Yoga 64 is, what's the way to learn how to simplify things? I massively overcomplicate things and get stuck trying to break them down. So, awesome question. And for me, if I look at um, a big project and if I don't break it down like right away, if I don't, um, if I don't say, I think uh, um, um, Charlie Rocket says, "Oh, that's easy." He, he says, "That's easy." Actually, that's how I do it. Because for me, uh, if I look at it and answer, man, that's complicated, that's rough, then um, I'm not going to do it. Or I'm going to, um, I'm not, it's like I'm admitting that this problem is bigger than my, my skills or that is, um, that is going to beat me or something like that. Like, for instance, when... Um, but back in 2006, we had a web business and we decided to go into retail. And the way we decided to go into retail was I went to a meeting to Fort Riley and I met with a lieutenant colonel. And uh, on my way to the base, I noticed that there was a place for sale right, right across the base. Actually, it shared the lawn w- with the base. It was just next door. So I took the number, you know, I got this little gut feeling. So I took the number and went to the meeting and the Lieutenant Colonel was asking for some gear. And I said, what if I put a store right outside the base? I mean, would that help you sending the, the uh, soldiers out there to check out the gear and buy whatever they need and all this stuff? And he's like, hell yeah, man. So I looked at my partner, my business partner, and then I said, let's buy that place. And he looked at me like, what the hell? 
And I'm like, we could do this, man. And so he goes, okay. So I called the realtor and I said, meet me there in an hour. Sure enough, uh, we got out of the meeting. We went to the, the place and met with the realtor, told us what they were asking. We gave him an offer right there. And I think they, they wanted like $40,000 or something like that. And I gave him a $32,000 offer because the place was falling down. And my partner goes, where are we gonna get the money? And I'm like, I don't know, we'll figure it out. And that's basically what, what, what happens with me. I'll, if there's something that I believe in that is worth me doing, I will figure it out. So, you know, we went out and got a, an investor and built the, our first retail store. Now, the next problem was, okay, you, you don't do retail. You don't know how to do retail. You've never done retail. It's like, okay, we'll figure it out. So I went out and bought three books. This is back in 2006. So I bought three books about retail and I read them. And so I could, you know, giving feedback to my partner and he built the POS system because he's a great programmer. Um, so that's how we got it. And, and, you know, I remember when I had to set up the store, I didn't know what fixtures I needed. I didn't know simple things like the peg is going to be eight inches tall, long. How many pouches can I fit in there? And, um, you know, the, uh, um, the grid wall that, 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 we, that we were using, it could hold like, I don't know, 20 or 30 pegs. And so I go, okay, well, if one peg is six pouches and I got, I could put this many pouches. And so I need this many uh, grid wall uh, things, fixtures. And I would call or I would go to a, a retail store and look at the, the setup and go, okay, this is how they do it. Okay. And if, if I had a question, I would ask one of the clerics or anybody that, that could help me. I actually called a, a um, what would have been a competitor of mine. They were in North Carolina. And I said, dude, this is what I'm doing. I'm building the store. I'm in Fort Riley, you know, we really don't compete, but um, the guy goes, man, I'll help you. So he helped me. So anyway, so I guess bottom line is don't get overwhelmed by, by the task and don't overthink it because a lot of times we overthink things and they don't even come true or they're things that you could fix down the road. You don't have all the answers right now. Okay. So, so let's do one thing at a time. You know, like they say, how do you eat an elephant? You eat an elephant one bite at a time. So with the ammo business, you know, we had some gun retail stores and it was during the Obama Biden years where ammo was short and we had pretty, I mean, we didn't have any ammo. And so I told my partners, I'm like, you know, we have these gun stores and we don't have ammo. We need to do this. We need to um, start making ammo ourselves. And they're like, how do we do this, man? I mean, we're, we're, we're retailers. We're not manufacturers. And I'm like, you know, what do I have your support? And they're like, yeah, you could do it. Great. So first thing is like, all right, 
I'm going to build an ammo manufacturing company. How do I start? What's the first step? So I'm not going, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Uh, all the regulations, all this. I don't, go, I don't go there. I'll go, okay, what is the first thing I need to know? First thing I need to know is what kind of license I need. How hard is it to get? Then it's like, okay, done with that. So I call the um, the um, uh, the agency anyway. I can the uh, the uh, tobacco and arms alcohol whatever agency. And um, I called them up and I said, "Hey, I want to do this. What do I need?" And they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, you need this, 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 and that. And this forms great. Send them to me." Then the next step was like. All right, so we're going to need some machinery. All right, so do, do some research on on, on um, ammo machines. You know, different calibers, different machines. Um, and, you know, narrow it down to the top two uh, manufacturers and then make a selection. Pick one. All right, so I got that done. The next thing is components. I need cases. I need um, primers, and I need power, and I need the projectiles. All right, four different things. Find out who makes the primers, find out who makes the powder, find out who makes the casings, find out who makes the projectiles, and go get it. Go have a conversation with these people. And so, you know, again, one step at a time. And then it's like, what are... For ammo manufacturing, because you, you use powder, there's certain rules. You shouldn't have the powder too close to where you're manufacturing the, the ammo because you have little explosives, right? You have the uh, primers. And so, you know, but everything is, somebody already did this before. It's not new. I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. So, again, I try to simplify it as much as I can, and I just go okay it's been done before so how do these people did it and you know go study your competition and, and go oh, okay this is what they're doing and and a lot of times people tell their stories and you, you could find out how they got to the point where they are and so again you know look at the goal break it into very simple tasks so start with step one and don't think about step two, three, or four. I was just having a conversation with somebody today, and they're like, okay, we're going to do this project, but what if this happens, what if this happens, and what if this happens? And I'm like, it hasn't happened. It might not happen. So I don't want to talk about those things. I want to talk about step one right now in getting this done. Then we move on to step two and get that done. Then, if something pops up, then then we deal with that at that time. But I'm not going to waste uh, um, mental energy in what-if scenarios. Not now. So that's basically how I break it down. And um, I think that, you know, we overcomplicate things because we focus on the big picture. It's okay to have the big picture, but you gotta break it down. You gotta start with step one. And again, don't 
don't sweat the other, the rest of the stuff. Um, don't overcomplicate things. It's simple. I I, I really love uh, Charlie Rocket because he reminds me of myself. You know, for me, nothing is impossible. Nothing. I built several businesses in different industries and I could still build two more in two different industries um, just because my mentality is that way you know I, I'll, I'll look at the project if I want to do it I'll do it because it's been done before um, I haven't done anything that hasn't been done before so uh, you know there's evidence out there that evidence and proof and, and that, that somebody's done this before so I'm going to build a window company soon probably the next year or so um, I'm going to get into real estate and I'm going to build some retail stores and in, in, in apartments I've never done that before but you know it starts with okay I'm going to buy a piece of land and then I'm going to talk to an architect and an engineer. And then I'm going to hire a crew and I'm going to, you know, so that's how I'm going to do it. So don't get overwhelmed. Just break it down and take one step at a time. Don't play the what if scenarios and don't, don't, don't question things that hasn't, they haven't happened. Work through the process as under things, as things pop up, then take care of them. As problems pop up, take care of them, but not before. This is, I, I, I don't think you could, you, you, you could prepare for, for a journey like that. Uh, you know, especially when, when, when you're launching a business, it's impossible to see every single detail. It's impossible. I tell people, they're like, well, how'd you get into um, retail, man? I mean, you didn't know anything. And I'm like, yeah, I was ignorant. And I like to stay that way. If I start overthinking, then I won't get into things. I won't. I'll, I'll talk myself out of it because I'm afraid because I've never done it. Then I'll start take, taking inventory of my um, skills and go, but you don't have this skill. You don't have this other skill. You don't have this. And I know I'll, I'll talk myself out of it. So for me, particularly, I'll just jump in and get it done. It's not that I'm naive or anything like that, you know. You know, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm launching a business like uh, this business that I'm in, you know, you study your, your customer. You got to figure out who who, who they are. Um, you got to figure out the margins on the products and and how you're going to sell it and all sorts of things like that. But again, I'm not going. Oh, I'm competing with this giant. I'm doing this. This is all. This, this other company is going to crush me. I don't even think about that. Because I'm going to stay on my lane. I will figure out a way how to be different than my competition. As I go along. Because I'll start going, oh, this is another competitor and they're doing it this way. Or this is, this is how this very successful company did it. Well, I'm going to adopt this hybrid solution. So I'm going to be different than, than them. And I start figuring it out as, as I go along.
anyway so uh, that's simplicity one of my core values and I demand simplicity from my my team if somebody comes in with a freaking spreadsheet that that I don't understand then they're gonna get their ass kicked <laughs> literally no just kidding um, but it's because there it has to Simplicity has to be there because if see some if it's something simple, everybody's going to understand it. So there's a lot of people that want to impress, impress. They used to impress, trying to impress me. People with big titles, uh, with this complicated spreadsheet, and I would go, "Okay, it's a great spreadsheet, but I I don't need that shit. I just need to know A B C, and it's at the bottom of the spreadsheet. Do not freaking ever." send me this stuff or hide it if i need it i'll expand it or whatever but this is this is the number that i need to look at um you know that's how we run the company with you know a few kpis key performance indicators and, and my inventory was one of them my um my sales um month over month day over day and um the number of uh, um, items in the receipt because we were watching those things and so just a very few things and, and then you you could tell how the company is doing so anyway simplicity is great you should adopt it and make it your own core value because it works all right my friends it's been fun um great question uh, sim yoga 64 Keep sending me the questions because I love answering these questions and helping you. So please take the time to rate the podcast. And again, you know, make sure you forward the link to friends and family. And follow me on Instagram at MAG Patriot. Facebook, Miguel Godfather. Or email me at miguelagodfatherchronicles.com. Thank you very much. God bless. Take care. Bye.